It's time to get in the game. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Get in the Game podcast, the podcast where we explore ways to get off the sidelines, stop making excuses, and get in the game. Well, this is a very special episode because this episode is airing on one of my favorite times, um, I wouldn't say of the year, but out of every four years. And this year is a little different because um, it's actually been five years instead of four, and I am talking about the Olympics. I love watching the Olympics, any sport, it doesn't matter, because as I've mentioned before in other podcasts, I love competition. I love watching people at their best. I love people watching, uh, I love to watch people and athletes do what they've trained to do their entire lives. And it's just exciting um, as we uh, can just watch the the Olympiad and all the different games and sports that are, are happening and get behind our favorite athletes, our favorite teams. Um, yes, it's done by countries, but that doesn't mean that we don't have people uh, that we're rooting for on other, on other uh, countries' teams. But obviously, uh, the spirit of it is to get behind your own nation and hope that they do the best. And that's what I'm really hoping for. I'm hoping that the best athletes and the best attitudes and everything come out um, in the, the field of sport. And it's just, uh, it, it comes off without a hitch and people are really get to showcase their talents and, uh, their, the love that they have for not only their nation, but their sport and being, just being great representatives of it. Um, it is going to be a little different this year. If you guys have been paying attention at all, um, just a few weeks ago, Japan, Tokyo, um, the International Olympic Committee decided that they are not going to let fans at the at the sporting events. So it will be a little different. Um, there, you know, some of the it will kind of be the way that things were uh, here in America and a- around the world last year in 2020 during sports. Um, but uh, for me, that's not going to deter my want to to watch what's happening. Like I said, I, I love to watch this. this. is my favorite time. Um, when it comes around every, every four years, I'm definitely a fan of the summer Olympics more than the winter, but there's still some great games in the winter Olympics. And, uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, this is coming out, this, this episode's coming out on Friday today, which is, um, the day of opening ceremonies. There have been some sports that have already started because it takes a little longer than the, uh, allotted, you know, uh, 14 or 17 days or whatever it is that it, it takes to get it done, but, uh, the opening ceremonies will be, uh, today. And like, like I said, I, I, I really look forward to it. Uh, being that this podcast is, is called getting the game. We're going to talk about what it takes to be in the game, what it takes, um, if you want to be successful. And, uh, there is a, the, the verse we're going to kind of stick with today is, uh, found in first Corinthians and it, it talks about sport. It also talks about us as Christians and what we need to do, um, in, in our life as we follow Christ. So it's in first Corinthians, it's chapter nine verses 24 through 27. And I'm just going to read it to you and then we'll kind of, uh, unpack it a little bit and then we'll kind of, I'll just kind of talk about some different stuff, uh, and different, um, examples of athletes 
or other people who give examples of athletes and, and what it takes. And so right here in 1 Corinthians 9, 24 through 27, it starts off, Do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but only one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may win. Everyone who competes in the games exercises self-control in all things. Then they do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we an imperishable. Therefore, I run in such a way as not without aim. I box in such a way as not beating the air, but I discipline my body and I make it my slave so that after I preach to others, I myself will not be disqualified. That, as Christians, is pretty convicting because it says that we we run our race, we do what we're doing, not for a perishable crown, but for one that's imperishable, that will never go away. It's kind of saying that our reward is, well, as I mentioned before, our reward as Christians, when we leave this earth is to be with Jesus. That happens to be in heaven. Our reward, um, everything that is promised to us in in following Jesus will culminate when uh, in that imperishable crown when we meet him in heaven. But as athletes, it says that everyone runs a race. And you can use that for any sport. Anyone competes, but only one gets the prize. Now, in the Olympics, we get three people who have medals. Sometimes in, in the case of a tie, there could be four if the tie is in third place. But only one gets crowned the champion, the Olympic champion, the gold medalist. But in all reality, it's just a perishable item. It's something that is, is valuable on, uh, to people on earth now. But when it comes down to our, our lives, our souls, that medal doesn't mean anything. We spend our whole lives training to be in certain places and, and to get certain accolades and championships and rings and medals and all this stuff. But if we don't have Christ, that imperishable crown is never going to come. And we're going to have a reward on earth. And that's a scary thought. Thinking that we're not going to be able to, we're not going to be able to partake in what God has for us. And as as Christians, we have to keep our, our sights on that race, that, that end goal. And that end goal is to live a godly life out there preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ to others, letting them know that you have this gift, that you have this in your life, and, and there's no other good way to live. Every other way leads to destruction. Every other way leads to perishability. And we we have that gift. It, it, it's, I've heard it used before is if you knew that there was something that if you if you bought it or if you had it or you took it, that all let's use car accidents for for example. That this particular secret, this this particular secret, if you had it yourself, 
and knew that if you shared it with as many people as possible, they would never, those people you shared it with would never get in another car accident ever. Would you do it? Well, as, as Christians, we have this, we have this gift. We have the Holy Spirit living in us. We have the info. We have Jesus, the only way to live forever, the only way to escape death. And I mean death as in when we, when our, we're all going to die physically, but our soul is going to live on. And if you, as Christians, is going to live on. And if we had that and and knew that that's the only way that you can get that, would you share it with others? Well, the question, well, another question, the answer is we do have it. And are you sharing it? Are you doing what you can to let other people know that this is the only way that you can get off the earth with life? It's not because it, it can't be because of anything that you've done or anything you're going to do or anything anyone else has done for you except for Jesus. Jesus is the only one who has done anything that you can accept freely and have that gift of eternal life. It's by his grace that we can do it and not by our works. So our, our goal is to keep our eyes on that prize. That prize is that eternal crown, that eternal reward. And we need to run our race in that way, knowing that, yeah, we might get tired at times, but we have to keep going forward. We have to keep moving past it. It says all athletes, you know, they run the race. One receives the prize. But it also then says that we are supposed to run in such a way that we might win. So even though our, our, our prize is eternal and our race isn't done until we physically perish from this earth, we're still supposed to run away a, a, a race like we're going to win in hopes of winning, not giving up, giving everything we have for it. It also says everyone competes in the games who, or everyone who competes in the games Exercises self-control in all things. Then they do it to receive a perishable wreath, but we an imperishable. But I want to focus on the first part of the, everyone who competes in the games exercises self-control in all things. Sometimes when we watch these athletes and, and high-level athletes or, or performers, it doesn't even have to be an athlete, but in, in different areas of life, we just see the end result. We see the spot um uh, uh, uh the spotlight that's on them and we just we just think that's what we want i want that i i want to get there i think i can have it um if they can do it i can do it not a big problem like what what's so different from them than me and in all reality it, there's a there's a lot of um schools of thought that things like you you're right you can you can do that or you could give it a good shot but the difference isn't in your physical ability. Sometimes it's in your mental capacity. It's your in, in your diligence, in your discipline to, to do those things with self-control and to do it in every part of your life. These athletes that we're going to see here in the next couple of weeks, they're work, they've been working for this for not just a couple 
couple of years. And, and there might be a couple of those athletes who only started this, for, you know, only been competing or have kind of um, come across the sport uh, for a few years. And they're just natural gifted athletes and they, they survived on athleticism to this point. Um, you know, that's all fine and good. And it happens. And the, the, those athletes are great. But for a vast majority of, of the athletes we're going to watch, this has been their lifelong mission and goal is to get to the Olympics, to compete, to see how they compete on the world stage. Every single every single year, there's usually a national championship in in uh, one sport or another. Uh, the World Cup in soccer or football, as most, most people around the world call it, that only happens every four years. But then you have the Olympics that happen on the other years. And then in between those, you have the European Cup and, and the, the, the European leagues that are uh, overseas. You have the championships for them, and you have the MLS here in the United States. And so everyone has some sort of championship that they're playing for almost every year. But the Olympics are the ones that, uh, other than the World Cup, because that's, that's the World Cup for soccer is the number one competition. But Olympics are probably the most watched overall because it has so many other other sports that are, are part of it. And so when these come along, you know, every four years, the world's eyes are on them and it's huge. And so they, they these athletes, they train their whole lives to be in the spotlight for a very short amount of time. There was a quote by um, Usain Bolt, and I'm, I'm going to murder the quote because um, I don't have it in front of me at the moment, but because it just came to mind. But he basically said he trained his whole life for nine seconds. You know, obviously his his world record run when it happened was just slightly over nine seconds, but basically he trained hours and hours and hours, year after year after year for countless years to get to the point where nine seconds is all he had to make his impression on the world. Nine seconds is all he had to show the competition, the world, himself, that he had what it takes. And a lot of people aren't willing to do that. It's kind of like that that picture of the iceberg, if you've ever seen it. It, it shows that basically like it's a, it's a whole picture of an iceberg from the top to the very bottom. And obviously... 90% of the iceberg is underwater. And there's a little caption that says, like, this is what most people see. Success, fame, money. And then on the bottom half, or half the bottom portion from the water line to the bottom of the iceberg, it shows all the things that it took to get there. Determination, self-control, discipline, hard work, blood, sweat, tears, insert whatever you want to there. And, but they're willing to do it in order for that little portion to show. And that's, I think that's what Usain Bolt was talking about, how you, I trained my whole life to show the world nine seconds. And we're going to see that on display this week. If, if you're uh, a fan of the Olympics and, or a fan of sport or competition, you're going to see that this week. But the question is, are you willing to put in the work for whatever you're doing, whatever part in life that you're going, you know, going for whatever game it is for you that you're, you're getting into, are you willing to put in the work it really takes to be successful in it? 
I was scrolling through Instagram the other day and I came through, uh, came to a, a little, uh, little short little video. And it's funny. It was actually by Jay-Z, the rapper. And he had a great quote about what it takes, um, to, to get to a certain place. And uh, I'm going to play it for you here. I'm going to play the, uh, the sound for it here in a second. And I just want you to listen to it and um, kind of take it in and hear what he's actually saying. And uh, hopefully I'll recap it, but hopefully you get what he's saying and, and it really hits home because it did to me. Um, it's actually one of the people that I follow. Um, it is that he's a coach. Uh, he's a softball coach. And uh, he posted this. It's kind of like a repost of something that JG said. And uh, because this guy is a, is a softball coach and a pretty successful one, like it obviously it showed up on mine, but like I, I liked it. I shared it with my wife uh, because it it definitely correlates to other points, other other areas of life, other professions. Are you willing to basically? It's are you willing to put in the work to to be great? And so I'm without further ado, I'm going to play it right here for you. So um, I'll be quiet and I'll let Jay Z talk. Second, there it is. Let me go back real quick. All right, people emulate the end result, not the process. They, the end result is what they see, and they emulate that. Well, Kobe scored that 61 that day, he was practicing, practice his whole life. Are you willing to put in that sort of commitment? Are you willing to practice your whole life? You know, Mayweather, Mayweather's running right now, probably. Do you want to put in that work? That That's what it takes for something great, that amount of time in life. He's saying in life, the amount of work people put in to get where they are, people don't want that. All people see is what I said, the iceberg. All people see is the success. All people want is is the fame and the money and all the accolades that go with it. But no one wants to put in the work. He used the example of Kobe Bryant. Um, he says when Kobe scored that 61, um, I know he scored 81. Uh, I'm sure this was another 61. was probably a different score as well. But basically he was saying he was practicing that day. He was doing a shoot around. He was going through that and knowing that I'm not perfect. And I, I can still get better. I'm going to put in the work because I want to be great at what I'm doing. He had a Kobe had a mentality of greatness that just did not quit. He wasn't going to be outworked. And then he said Mayweather and, and, and like him or not, Mayweather hasn't lost. Every time he stepped up, he whether he's an offensive fighter or a defensive fighter, he hasn't lost. And he said he's probably running right now. He's probably running to be great, to make sure that he's never he's never knocked off of that undefeated pedestal. And that's what it takes for a high level athlete. That's what you're you're gonna see this week is the work and culmination. All we get to see is, is the competition, but the real work, the real fight, is in the practice and all the preparation before that. And they discipline themselves. They have self-control in everything that they do. Everyone who competes in the games exercises self-control in all things. That means the type, the food they eat, how much they eat, 
how hard they exert themselves because overexertion can be too much. Underexertion, you don't get enough uh, enough work in. You don't get enough uh, um, practice. The sleep they get, the hours they keep, the alcohol or whatever that they, they drink or don't drink, it's all self-control. The people that they surround themselves with, are they around a lot of negative people or around people who are building them up? This is scripture talking about people who are in the games, not just me talking here. But it then goes on to say that they're doing it for something that is going to pass away. I mean, every single year it's inevitable someone breaks a, a record in the Olympics or every Olympics, not say every every year, but every Olympics, records get broken, new ones are set. And all of a sudden... You know that, that I can I can think back to when Michael Phelps was was um, going for his eight golds, and I think out of his eight, he broke like six or seven of those records. And that's it's it's amazing that not only did he get the eight golds, but he also set new world records. And everyone right now can talk about it, and and I'm sure that a lot of people know that he holds those records, but no one even though there were great people who set those before him and won Olympic golds and everything before him, that that doesn't mean people don't remember that though. The greatness that's on display is what he's left us with. And I'm sure he'll be talked about these Olympics and how great of a champion he was, but in all in time, his name will fade just like other people's names will fade. They will always kind of come back and throw them in there and say that how great they were at these times. But in all reality, that glory only lasts for a little bit. When we're Christians, we have to run the race that goes throughout our life here and lives on forever. When we leave this earth and our soul goes on to be with heaven and then in the resurrection, when our, where our bodies are restored, we then have that eternal crown that will be with us on our heads or however you want to see it, the eternal reward, that's what we get for eternity. And our our reward, first and foremost, is Jesus Christ. Everything in this book points to Jesus. In this book, again, it's the Bible, the Holy Bible. Everything in here points to Jesus. Old Testament, New Testament, everything points to him. And that's where we have to set our our mind and our, our focus, our aim, that everything we do, we're going to run that race like we're going to win it. And we're not going to give up. We don't get to say when the race is over, that's... God gets to tell us that because if we're following God's plan for our lives, our, our race is is set for us. It's just our job to keep going until until it ends. Until he welcomes us home and says, well done, good and faithful servant. And we get that eternal reward of eternity with Jesus in heaven. Sounds like a great time to me. I, I just, I can't stop thinking about what it takes to get great. Whether you're going to be, whatever you're going to do, 
I've mentioned it before, it, it, it's our anchor verse of this podcast, is, is to do it for God and not for others. We have desires and hopes and stuff that we want to do in our life, but our focus has to be on what does God want for for our lives and, and, and run that race. Do it for Him. And He, if you're willing to put that forward and do it for Him, He's, he's going to make you successful because you're going to be aligned with Him He's going to make you successful in those plans. If it's your gift to be and your mission and God's will for your life to be a world-class athlete and you're doing it for him, that doesn't mean necessarily you're going to win everything or you're going to be a champion or anything like that, but he's going to bless that and take you places with that. If your gift is coaching or if your gift is business or if your gift is leading and you're doing it for him and not for anyone else, not for worldly treasures, he's going to bless it. I, I can't emphasize it enough. When we run the race that he has set for us, not our own race, we will be blessed. Either on this side of eternity or on the other side. And that's the, the hope and the assurance that I have moving forward that as long as I'm doing it for him, you know, I'm on the right track and I'm okay with that. I spent a lot of, a lot of my years, um, in athletics, playing, coaching. And I can honestly tell you that I've never put in the work that, that you need to get to that world-class level. I've loved, loved coaching, loved playing. Even to this day, say I wish I could still be doing it. But it has have I ever been willing to put in the work for it? And I, I, I can honestly say I haven't. I wasn't willing to. Whether there were other things I wanted to do, or whether whether it's uh, somewhere inside of me, I told me that maybe I wasn't good enough, even though I wish I could still play. I wasn't willing to put in everything it needed to be. I didn't have self-control in all things to get there. But I will tell you this. In my Christian walk, I'm not perfect, but I'm working towards it. I'm never going to reach perfection here on earth. But the race that God has set forth before me, I'm going to run it. And I want to run it like I'm going to win it. Because it's my race. It's not your race. It's not someone else's race. God has a race for you. And you are set out there to run it. And you're supposed to run it like you're going to win it. Don't let yourself down. But more importantly, don't let God down by, by deviating from that. And, and deciding, to, that, deciding that that race isn't good enough for you. Put your life in Jesus' hands and let him guide you. Let him give you the strength to run that race, to get through it. And I'm, I'm going to leave it right there, but again, I, I watch. You know, I encourage you to watch the Olympics. Uh, have fun doing it. It's a great time. It's a, it, it's a great uh, opportunity to... Uh, just take in the beauty of sport for that. Uh, 
to to rally together um, with fellow countrymen and women and just enjoy sport. That's what it's meant for. Um, but more importantly, take a look at those athletes and see what they put into it and say, am I willing to put that same effort in whatever it is I'm doing to be great? Am I willing to put that kind of effort in for God so that he will make my plan succeed and I'll be able to to be an influence to others and bless others around me, including my family, my friends, and just anyone I come in contact with. It's a challenge. It's tough. But, you know, that's, that's what was on my mind this week as, as the game's the Olympics got closer, and I just, you know, I'm so excited because, I, I, like I said, I love watching it. So, But I was thinking, how do I relate it back? Does that work? Are we willing to put in that work? And um, I'm working on it in, in terms of, uh, you know, personal stuff, but in terms of my Christian walk, um, which it does include um, – my vocation, my job, um, everything else in my life, you know, I'm, I'm working at it, but it's my race and I'm going to, uh, I plan on winning it and I hope you plan on winning your race too. Thanks for watching. If you haven't already go to YouTube, subscribe, share, like, do everything. Honestly, let's try and get this out to as many people as possible. Um, so share it with your friends. If you see it on Facebook or Instagram, share it with friends. Uh, let's, let's get it out, uh, and, and just get God's word out and encouragement to, to other people because I don't do it for, for likes and, and subscriptions, even though that's what I'm asking for. I do it because I want God's truth to reach other lives, people who may not hear it. I, I want to be able to say that, Hey, you know what? Or, or people to see it and say, he seems like a fair, fairly normal person or, Hey, I know my friend, uh, who shared this with me is, is normal. And, and I say normal, but what I mean is like, Hey, there's, there's something with them. Like, you know, obviously they have this kind of faith or, you know, they are enjoying it. Maybe I will too. And they'll take a listen and they'll get some encouragement from God. And that's my whole goal is to, is to get God's word out and to, uh, bless others with just some encouragement. So if you feel so inclined, share it with people, let them know that they're loved. Let's go out, put the work in to be great for God's sake. Let's get off the sidelines. Stop making excuses. Get in the game. We'll see you next week. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Get in the Game podcast. Please take a second to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. That's the best way to support us. Find us on YouTube and subscribe for more content. If you would like for us to pray for you, or if you have topics that you would like us to tackle in upcoming episodes, email us at getinthegamepodcast at gmail.com. That's getinthegamepodcast at gmail.com. Or hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at Get in the Game PC. If you've experienced getting off the sidelines and getting into the game yourself, please let us know. And remember, 
It's time to get in the game.